0: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And this week we have with us Mr. James Begin.
1: What up, what up? Thank you for having me. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for coming down. Happy to be here. It's right down the road. <laughs> <laughs> it is,
0: literally, down the hall from where you come a lot. You're here. You spend a lot of time in this building.
1: Yeah, this is where I record everything.
0: Another Signal Flow guy. Oh, yeah. Another Chris DeCola guy. Best friend. Yeah, but you're a little different than some of the other guys we have on here. No offense everybody, but this is... Uh, you're a member of Tropodelic. Yep, yep, and that's definitely one of Chris's uh, prides in his. You know, when you talk to Chris, he <laughs> loves the Tropedelic thing that he's a part of, and yeah, he's yeah. and he is a big part of that whole thing, massive part of it. Yeah, yeah, man, and and I and I know you know people might be getting sick of it. But this will probably be another Chris you know, love gonna, fest. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna be worshiping <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, but he, but he deserves it. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, he's he, he's he's kind of putting his stamp on a lot of things. Where at some point, you know, it's like the whole signal flow thing is kind of like really reaching out farther and farther and farther. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason to keep hearing his name too. Absolutely. Now, one of the reasons we have you on here, a big reason why I have you on here, because you actually have branched off from uh, the top dog thing for a little solo thing that you've kind of like done. Uh, You just have put your your first release just came out in June. Yeah. Likewise. That was a single that you put out. Yep. Yep. You got another single coming out soon. We we want to talk about all that, but what are you doing? I mean, like, is this, I I mean, like if people don't know you do the trombone, you guys, cause you guys have like a little horn section that you uh-huh. do with tropodelic, but you also do a lot of the vocals. You guys do a lot of hip hop with the whole tropodelic thing. You guys, if I was to explain to you guys, it's kind of like, if you know anything about sublime, you can kind of start there, but it's not sublime because sublime, you went a lot of the punk way and they did a lot of the harder stuff where you guys tend to go a little more on the hip hop way. And, you both do a lot of reggae-type stuff, though, and you can blend a lot of that into your music. It does the tropidelic thing. It has, like, kind of an island feel to it. It's like sure, that yeah. whole that vibe. You do a ska thing kind of, too, with the whole horn section and stuff. Yeah. And you, you blend all that together. It's really sweet what you guys do. Oh, Anybody that knows, you, that's that's the, the draw to you guys, is just that whole vibe that you guys have been able to create.
1: Hell,
0: yeah. On your solo thing, though, do you, do you have the trombone out on the solo thing? Are you doing the whole... No, no,
1: so, like, uh... I, like, people ask me all the time whenever, like, uh, depending on, like, who I'm talking to, like, uh, let's say girlfriend's parents. Meet your girlfriend's parents. And they're like, oh, what do you do? I'm talking to them. I play the trombone. If I meet somebody in the streets, I'm like, I'm a rapper. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so it's sweet. like, uh, I definitely consider myself, like, a rapper. Like a chameleon. And, uh, yeah, right, though. <laughs> you
0: can be whatever you want, depending but, uh, on who you do.
1: Right, right. Uh, But I was the singer in, like, punk bands all through high school and, like, ska bands. And then um kind of, like, figured out I could rap after I saw Tropodelic. Play live once, like before I was in the band. Where my high school ska band opened for them, via a friend of a friend. They're like, oh, like so. When I was in high school playing in the ska band, all that was around. We were playing at Peabody's, all those spots. It was only metal bands and, like, rappers. That was all that was around. So we right. were, like, playing on all of these, like, huge metal shows that would come to town because we could sell tickets. So, yeah, like, right. a lot of these guys, a lot of these local bands would put us on their shows, and we'd be the only sky band, only whatever. So from a friend of a friend, they were like, hey, there's this other band from around town who's kind of doing what you're doing, too. And, like, obviously it wasn't exactly the same, but it was tropedelic. so we started playing with them. And uh, once I saw Rhodes start rapping on stage, I was like, oh, man, like... I can, like, kind of do that, too. And, like, always, like, kind of rap on the side, like, through middle school, high school, just, like, with friends and stuff. So once I got that going, uh, I ended up joining Tropodelic and that's when I kind of started taking on more of, like, the rapper persona, if you will, in my own way. Like, I don't, like, try and be, like, a,
0: a rapper. No, no, like no, the, no, it's not. Uh, in conventional
1: a... sense, but, uh, yeah. yeah, if somebody were to ask me, I would definitely say I'm a, I'm a rapper. That's, like, I can sing as well. I do play the trombone. I do play the drums, but I'm a rapper. Like yeah, and I, also you guys, do,
0: you guys do even choreograph uh, – some stuff on stage, you know, where you know, like the, you're the it's kind of funny because you have like a multiple front man kind of thing going on up there, too. Where Rhodes is his own kind of front man, but he's more of a laid back kind of figure up there. He's not where the horn section itself <laughs> is really where a lot of the action's going on, and you guys could choreograph these moves together, and you guys got it down, man. Sure, and and it changed, you know, it's it's kind of like a it's like a bipolar show you're watching up there almost sometimes <laughs> because you guys too you, you guys can really do that even within a song where you can be real like I say it's almost like that Islander type feeling that you're just floating on the wave type feeling and yeah. then you'll go into something that it rocks and it's you know you, it's grooving man got a lot of groove oh, all yeah. of a sudden you guys blend really really well all these different things that you guys are doing really well. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and you know it helps that you guys are all talented. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah,
1: it helps. No, I think a big part of that too, especially with like, uh just like the different personas that are like are on stage, make it more like mass digestible to a lot of people. Because say it's like, say you don't like rap and you see me rapping, you might be like, oh, it's not for me. But then you see Rhodes sing, and you're like, oh, I do like that. And maybe you're more of a rap person. You see me, and you're like, oh, like I do like that. Like. And our guitarist Bobby, like he's like very much a metal guitar player, like, yeah. Right, I, he even
0: looks kind of like he even has the whole, yeah, yeah. Well, he,
1: whole. He's like endorsed by Dean, he's like the yeah, only reggae guitarist cool. I think ever to be endorsed by Dean guitars. Like, so I don't know, we kind of pride ourselves in like having something like for everybody and like yeah. uh, being able to just kind of switch between genres and all that stuff as well.
0: Yeah, you guys, you know, like, there's always that band that you know, like, even uh, uh, like all the metal bands will like, even though they're not metal, like sure. like there, there's, there's always these bands that, you know, you're like, everyone just likes them. And, and I, I got a feeling like when you guys, if you were to look out at your crowd, I think you would see a lot of different types of faces and people out there versus Absolutely. yeah. Like it's a, it's, it draws everybody. because Everybody kind of likes this music.
1: Yeah. Well, that's like funny too. It's like, I find myself like meeting a lot of people who would be like, man, like I don't like rap but I loved what you were doing. Or like yeah. I'll find people who be like, oh man, like I don't like ska music. I don't like whatever, but like, but you guys were great. Like whatever. So it's like, we love changing people's minds and like opening people up. Yeah. I think a, a big part of that is just that like, you just can't deny like the energy of a wild live show. Yeah. Right. man. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I always like say to you, like I'm an entertainer before I'm a musician. You know what I mean? It's like, I can, right. I can play music. I could do whatever, but it's like a, I pride myself on being an entertainer. You can see and being it, like yeah, like you can uh, see it. How I'm how, all about the the live show. Like that's like where my like priorities. Are. Obviously, you have to record good music. You have to make good music, write good music, and I love that process too. But I love being on stage. And honestly, too, I don't even care what I'm doing on stage. Like I just like pretty low key guy throughout my day to day. But it's like when it's time to be on stage, like we perform and we entertain, and like that's what we do.
0: Are you are you able to make a living just doing music now? Is, have you have you made it to that point?
1: Uh, yeah. So it's kind of like. When we're home from tour and stuff, I'll pick up like odd jobs and things of that nature. But uh, I mean, I guess I don't have to.
0: I mean, uh, you guys got a lot of material though. I mean, yeah. Trapodelic itself has got a ton of material out, like seven yeah. albums or something th- like that. Yeah. And that's just the albums. You got tons of EPs. You put out tons yeah. of singles on top of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're on the road like over 150 days a year. So it's like, oh, wow. Having like side gigs like that is like very difficult, even in itself even if we wanted to have them again too, like I do pick up jobs all the time just to you're just to be real as fuck like you know what I mean it's like <laughs> yeah, a, right. you got to supplement shit and got to keep it going it's like you know whatever the hell like we just hustle we all hustle in every aspect of our lives so like when I'm home like I do like work gigs but yeah like a uh, very blessed and can't believe i'm even saying it uh music does pay my bills and that's that's tight
0: that is cool man when you can yeah, figure that come out true it's a dream come true you know yeah you, you really that, that's a real and that's a really cool thing that you guys have i don't think you know it's, it's i think you guys have kind of niched your own thing i don't i you know yeah. I, you know like like I, I like to use sublime because I there's just ter- certain little things in your songs that all your just true, reminds yeah. you of that I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. the run. reggae thing definitely brings that to life but mm-hmm. but it's just like, they had niched their own thing at that time. There was nothing like Sublime when it came out, really. Yeah, at least yeah. nothing that we heard over here in Ohio. No, 100%, yeah. And that's what you guys are, right? I mean, like, and, <laughs> and what's really cool about it is that you guys represent this area, too. Like, it's kind of funny yeah. to think that Tropidelic came from, like, the Cleveland area. Yeah, I mean, that's something that comes <laughs> up a
1: lot. And, like, something we talk about in our music a lot, too, is just that, like... I uh, will meet people at shows all the time, like wherever whether it's at festivals or playing wherever and they'll be like, oh, like Where are you guys from? Like or, you know, people just assume California or someplace like that. We'll tell them Cleveland, Ohio, and they're like, What the fuck? Like, yeah. Right. But um I mean that's been like such a goofy thing about it too, is just that like trying to make it into the national scene, playing the kind of music we do out of Cleveland, Ohio, is just a wild thing. Like <laughs> it it doesn't exist here. Right. Like it's I said weird. too, like a. Uh, You know, like when I was in high school, even too, like bands like that, like weren't around around here. It's like we're we're a metal and we're a hip hop town. And that's changing. And like, you know, there are like tons more people coming up and like changing that, which is great. But it's like uh, I mean, we even watched like a lot of these bigger like reggae bands and stuff, too, who used to skip Cleveland. Like we throw our own festival and stuff in Columbus and things of that nature. Like we're seeing like bigger bands in the reggae world and things like that start playing Cleveland because it's become a market dare I say, like, because we kind of opened up that world to a lot of people. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. And that was like a gift and a curse to us coming up. It's like, if you're from our area and you like that kind of music, for a while, we were your only option. Like, you know what I mean? There wasn't, like, a band playing around town on the weekends and stuff that you could go see if that's what you liked. It just didn't exist here. And uh, I think we all feel very proud of the fact that, like, it's, like, kind of become what it is. And, like, we've been able to, like, do what we do being from – Playing but reggae from out Cleveland, in, Ohio. Yeah, like, you know, your hometown and,
0: and take this yeah. stuff elsewhere and be like, yeah, yeah, we're from Cleveland, motherfuckers.
1: Yeah. Well, I think a big part of that, too, is, like, again, like just, like, anybody from Cleveland just has, like, the pride of, like, being from Cleveland. Yeah. And that's, like, a big thing, too, is that, like, I don't know, like, a lot of this could be much easier if, like, our band left and moved to California or moved to Florida and like went to like where all the shit's like kind of happening. And but, you know, a lot does. of it's happening through touring anyway. So it doesn't necessarily matter where you live per se, right. but like building those relationships with people, like even us like hanging here at the studio, I met you guys cause I'm around the studio all the time. Yeah. Right. Like who would I be meeting if I was living in San Diego or LA around those studios? Yeah. Right. People who are like in our kind of genre doing our thing, whatever. But I think that's a big thing is that like making where you're from cool and staying where you're from and like building that wh- Yeah. Like, we could move to California and make shit easier. But no, we're going to stay here and try and open up doors here for people and like make this a place instead of moving to a destination. It's like, you know, you could big fish little pond or small fish, big pond, wherever the hell you want to call it, do whatever. But like we're trying to make Cleveland dope. And we're yeah. and, and there's tons of other people who are doing that as well and even doing a better job than we are. But it's like we stayed here and we're staying here and we're working out of here because like this is where we're from. This is what we're doing. And like we can do this shit just as good as anybody from anybody else can.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, and the other thing that you guys got going for you is that the the people locally have taken to you guys. Sure, because that doesn't always happen. We you know totally. before we even did the podcast, you and I were talking about some of the metal bands and stuff like that, and how some of the local metal bands here we had Destructor on, and we were talking to them, and they were telling us they were like, you know, you can you can go to we can go to Europe. Yeah, we're huge in Europe. Yeah, yeah and yeah. we were playing in front of thousand people and yeah. stuff like that. And locally here, we played in front of forty people, and you know the scene here. The people here have really taken to Delic. You guys, when you do your local festivals, you guys blow up. Yeah, so yeah, thank you. you know, but you do, and that's 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 part of what makes it possible for you sure, to yeah. do that. What we're just talking about, you know, if you know, there are a lot of bands that are only big somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, and they have to go there in order. Uh, who was the band we were, we had on here? And they they, they went to Buffalo. The play a lot. Oh, I can't remember. Buffalo was their spot. Paul Pope. Oh yeah. Martini. You no, know, um you know Sullivan. Oh yeah, Billy Sullivan. That's what it was. Yeah, and and, and that he was in a band where um they were big here, kinda. They were known here, they did well here, but when they went to Buffalo, they were huge. Yeah, yeah. You know, and stuff like that where you guys are definitely and and you know it's probably more of a sign that you guys are just really doing you're on to something, right? Your guys are and you're doing it right and and people are taking notice of it. You guys have a real feel good thing. That's what really it is. I mean, I even found it funny that um you guys did the 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 winter song with the winter video with the was a snowman? Snowman, yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. I was <laughs> like I did because I was like okay, this is cool. This is really like Cleveland tropidelic here. Like sure, this is yeah. what it, they're representing. <laughs> they're like, if you had to like say what tropidelic is in Cleveland, it's it's the big giant snowman. That's what really that's the reality of it. Hell you yeah. know? It was cool, Thank and you, it was man. still a cool song, and it was still all well done. It was cool. It was. I thought that was real clever.
1: Hell yeah! No, we we like being the the odd man out like that. Like we would like being the the wild card, I guess. Like in that regard, I don't know. It's like a it's interesting, but like I said too, like we just think it's very important to like. Claim where you're from and love where you're from, and like again, too, like no hate towards anybody who moves to go do anything, whatever. But it's like, uh, especially if you're in like the touring market anyway, it doesn't really matter where you live because yeah. you got to go. Like, if you live in L. A. and your band's out of L. A., can't play L. A. every weekend. You know what no, I mean? Right, it's like supply right. and demand can't oversaturate. You got to be on the road doing your thing, whatever. So it's like you're right. As long as we're hitting these places, what does it matter like where we live? No, it's true. So it's like let's try and build up our local scene and do things like that. And that's something we were talking about, like even in the new year, just like. Uh, uh, so, I, like, I do my solo stuff and, like, Trapped does a bunch of stuff, like, all that. But it's, like, I don't, like, necessarily always feel like I'm, like, a part of the Cleveland music scene. I feel like I used to be. Like, I used to be around a lot and, like, doing a lot of local shows and, like, throwing a lot of local shows. And I kind of just, like, strayed away from that over the past couple of years. Not for any reason. Just, like, got a little more busy, like, things, whatever. But that's, like, a big thing I'm trying to work on this year is just, like, going to see a lot more local shows and, like, meeting a lot more of the local bands and, like, mm-hmm. kind of just, like trying to spread the knowledge like as much as I can, like cause anything like we learned or people who helped us, like that knowledge is like, you can say it's earned by like paying your dues or whatever. Yeah. And sure. There's like a level like, you know, a, there's a point to that as well, but it's like, if you know something that can help somebody, like you're not their friend. If you don't just willingly offer that information, like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like a, We've been so fortunate to, like, be able to get to where we've been, and that's because of a lot of people taking their time with us and, like, showing us the right way to do things, like, whatever. So, like, I feel like a big responsibility to do that, like, for my friends and for everybody else because it's, like, again, you can, like, earn that knowledge or do whatever, but it's, like, I got to where I'm at because people took their time to, like, invest in me and do things. Even, like, Rhodes, our singer, like...
0: I see what you're saying. No, I see what yeah. you're saying. You almost feel a responsibility now to give back to what, to, to, you yeah. know, what you've absorbed all this. And it's by their graces that you know this now. Absolutely. And so yeah. now it's like, well, I can't just like not, not go forward now. Exactly. Because yeah. You well, that's feel, like, you feel like responsible. Rhodes, our singer,
1: uh, like in my high school band, used to like open for chop all the time. And then uh, Rhodes hit me up and he was just like, Hey, like we need a trombone player. Do you play the trombone? And I was like, no. And then he was like, do you want to learn? And I was like, absolutely like trop is my favorite band like before i was in it like i was front road all their shows like that was my favorite band like i couldn't believe it when i got that call so i told him no that i didn't play the trombone and he was like okay and he hung up the phone i looked at my buddy who i was with i was like i should have lied shouldn't i and he was just like yeah you should have and he called me back and was like do you want to learn and i was like yeah so even him taking that opportunity on me just because like not because i had any skill in the instrument he needed me on but because he knew i was hungry and wanted to do it so it's like there's all these opportunities that just got like handed to me because I was like where I needed to be and helpful to the people I needed to be at like the times, whatever. So it's like, I didn't like do anything to, to earn that. Like I was just around doing what I wanted to do and what I was enjoying doing. So it's like, again, I feel really responsible to like pass that on. And like when I see my homies working on share, trying to get bigger, trying to do whatever it's like, a lot of this knowledge was just gifted to me, and it's like, so, like, how dare I not share that with you no, and, I like, totally try get to get it. that going, you know? So did you
0: say you didn't know how to play the trombone when you first... Got no, no,
1: I'm a I'm a YouTube trombone player, bro, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, I got a... Rose gave me a trombone in the parking lot of, like, a bar in Cleveland Heights when I was 19, and then uh, I just started showing up to practice, and then uh, our trumpet player at the time was helping me learn it and stuff. And then uh, a couple of weeks into rehearsing, we were working on a new song, and uh song was called Police State. and was off an EP we made called Police State. And uh, they were like, oh, we don't know what to do with, like, the bridge of this song. And I was like, oh, like, I like kind of rap. And they were like, oh, for real? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, why don't you try something here? And then that opened the door for that, and I've, like, kind of become, like, the second front man. If you yeah, want. right. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: it's, a, it's almost like a co-thing sort of in a way, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? R- Rhodes is the mastermind. Like, no, his, he is. It's he, his band. Yeah. Like,
1: it's, like, it's his vision. And, again, he's just been, like, insanely generous like with like letting us in on that and like giving us all that opportunity. And uh, we all feel very heard and like we get to, we all contribute to everything, but uh, he got it going and he got it started. So it's yeah. like a, again, that that dude just blessed me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, th-
0: yeah. Th- I, w- I wanted to ask you about, ask, I wanted to ask you about that. Um, the band, it seems to me like it, it didn't just start off the way it is now. Like it didn't just mm-hmm. come out and this was the way it's always been. It seems to me like Tropodelic has kind of evolved in, in, into what it is now. Sure. And would you say that it's mostly though evolved in his mind and he's kind of like, or do you think it's just like a, a, he's amongst all these people and it's helped shape what it's become.
1: So, like I said, like, I think it's very much like his vision, but like he's allowed it to become all of our visions. So it's like, he'll have ideas. We'll all have ideas. And like, he picked the people to be in the band that he trusted the opinions of. So everybody's very heard and everybody's very seen. And, uh, yeah, it's, be, it's become everybody's vision. It's become everybody's thing. And, uh, again, too, he just, like, kind of put us all in the place to, like, make something bigger than what we were all doing, like, together. So it's, like, a, I, I owe my life to that dude in the sense of, like, you know, my, my professional career everything. Like, the dude just That's opened great. up so many doors for me and nothing but love for him. Like, he's one of my all-time favorite songwriters. Even before I was in the band, like, uh, Matt Rhodes changed my life when he called me and asked me to be in the band. And, like, uh, it's easily the best opportunity I've ever been handed. And, uh I feel an obligation to him and to the fans to, like, really take it as far as we can go.
0: That's cool, man. Yeah. So, like, the one thing about Tropodelic also that we were talking about is it's a lot of different kinds of music and stuff like that. So everybody in the band is kind of has a different personality. Would that, would that be – and that's where this stuff gets Absolutely. injected into. It is from different people. So as a song is constructed, are you guys each bringing your own thing into this thing and that's how these are constructed? Is it? Does sure. it come like that? Is that how you get all these different – yeah, yeah. I, we do a lot
1: of our writing in the studio. Oh, really? So it's like, we'll, like, book a bunch of studio time with Chris, and we'll just come in. Like I said, we've been in all week. I'm in the rest of the week with him. And uh, now we're at the point of our album where it's like, we're kind of just, like, shaping things up. But um, we'll come in with, like, either me or Rhodes. We'll just have, like, an idea for a hook or a melody or something. And, like, I don't play the guitar or nothing, so it's like, I can't, like, I just come up with shit in my head and just, like, kind of get going on it. Rhodes does play the guitar, so he can, like, kind of come up with, like, more, like concise ideas, yeah, right. but. Uh, I'm just so blessed to be around the musicians I'm around to where I can show up to practice and be like, hey, I got this idea for a song. I need you to do something kind of like this that I can't even fully describe because I don't play the instrument or like whatever. And they will be like, oh, I think I see what you're saying or whatever. But uh, yeah, we'll come with like hook ideas or verse ideas or melody ideas. And then we'll build it around that. And everybody kind of has their own way in. So, so when it comes down to guitars, uh, Guitars Bobby, he's very much a metal guitarist. I mean, I, I call him metal guitarist, but he can do fucking anything. He's, right. He's not playing. So, yeah, he's, yeah, he's unbelievable. Like, right, right. But uh so everyone just kind of weighs in like on their own aspect or even like, uh, some of our songs that don't have live drums, Rex is in there with Chris building the beats, like hi-hat hit by hi-hat hit, like, like down to like that much. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. everybody has like a huge input on the songs and how they come apart. Uh, but uh, yeah, a lot of times it's like Mia Rhodes coming up with like ideas for melodies or like songs but you know, we're just the singers though.
0: So you know. Right, 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 right. So mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch that goes into it at the very Yeah, end. yeah.
1: That's like too like I, I can write words and melodies, but I, I can't write music really. You know what I mean? Like and that's just being completely honest. Like, God don't play the guitar, I don't play the piano, like I can hear things in my head and see how I think they would sound. The guys I'm surrounded with are just so good that like yeah. They can pull it out of my head And I'm like Yeah that's exactly What I was thinking That's so, cool Alright yeah. we're gonna Take
0: a quick break Sure That was the first segment That went fast man it,
1: Yeah it really did by. by <laughs> how, how quick was that Was that 20 minutes already Yeah something like that Holy
0: shit Alright we'll come back We'll talk to James Couple minutes You're listening To Level Up Cleveland Hello everybody Big Bri here This June 10th Level Up Cleveland Concert Series Presents Bittersweet Revenge You can try Olathea try to die Time to rock and roll Ready for the shortcut. And Craig Martini still here, no stay. See them all June 10th at the Maple Grove Tavern Show starts at 8pm, 21 or over Go to levelupcleveland.com for tickets and information And we are back, everybody, with Mr. James Begin. And um, so one of the like I said before, one of the main reasons why we brought you down here to begin with was because you did kind of like come off and you just doing something on your own or you did you did a little solo thing. First of all, obviously, why why would you? What happened where you decided to do this? What 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 prompted you to do it? I guess I would ask.
1: So I guess I always have like uh, even like before I was in drop and stuff, I was like releasing solo like hip hop music and uh. So, like, I am the rapper in Trapadelic, which uh, is my favorite job in the world. It's, like, it's amazing, you know, dream come true. But um, there's a lot of the music that I write that, like, isn't necessarily great for Trapadelic. You know what I mean? I have to, like, write for the fan base and write for, like, what we've been doing. And uh, I don't feel, like, caged in that way at all. Like, uh, I love that. And, like, honestly, I love having, like, uh, what do they say? Like, I know why the caged bird sings. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's right, like right. Uh, I like having like a confines like right within
0: like you know what I mean because the uh, confines of certain things.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know it's like a you're writing for a certain fan base, a certain type of music, whatever, and like a uh, it really pulls a lot of like creative stuff out of you that like wouldn't necessarily come out if you were just doing whatever you wanted like yeah, all right. the time. But uh, it keeps you
0: outside of your box sometimes that you, you can't just be sure, all comfortable with it.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So it's like a uh, a lot of my solo music, which is, uh, yeah, I guess like as of late, like again, like that single I dropped, uh, likewise in June, that was my like debut James Begin single but like I've had like a million rap groups over the years and stuff that I've like put out that's like all the shit's on Spotify under like different names different things whatever like people I worked with but that was like the first time I was like using my own name as a brand which was a goofy thing too because it's like a, I find it much easier to like like promoting a band or something of like that like with a band name or like whatever like Nobody's walking around in a shirt that says Kendrick
0: Lamar. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Nobody's wearing <laughs> right. like
1: rapper, like T-shirts. I mean, like you know, people are selling merch, obviously, whatever, but it's like a... Uh,
0: Rappers are wearing heavy our, metal T-shirts. Sure, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of blurry, I like, yeah, it's, it's I all see blurring it all the there. But it's like a, it's a goofy thing to where it's like a you know, like I don't want to sell merch that says James begin on or whatever. So it's like, I did a lot of my other stuff under like different project names. And a lot of it was always with other people too. Like, so I have a rap group called Cicero. We put out an album, we did a bunch of shows. Uh, and my boys, Adam and Connor, who are the other rappers in that, uh, we still do shit. Like we'll do pop-up shows like with people or just like jump up on things randomly. And they'll play at my solo shows too. We'll do a couple of those songs. But that was the first song that I did. That was just like under my name, like as a brand, whatever. Um,
0: this isn't exactly what you do with Tropodelic. You're not doing the same kind of thing, though. You're doing actually more of a... Uh, you're 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 writing all the music. Are you writing everything? Are you just, like, are you getting the beat? And uh, then... I, I weigh in
1: on the beats, but uh, Chris, Chris makes the majority of them. Oh. And uh, if he doesn't, I buy them from other producers and stuff. But uh, I, like, have a good understanding of all kinds of music. Again, like, I'm a drummer. Like, all this... I do all kinds of shit. But I, I don't play the guitar, like I said, and I don't play the piano. So it's, like, I can, like, hear things and envision things, but I can't, like... I can come up with a melody for a hook, but I don't know like what chords to play to like make that sound good or whatever. But again, I'm fortunate enough to have people like Chris and like my other yeah. friends too that like can do that like for me. So I'll help like Chris make the beats and stuff. But a lot of times too, Chris will just send me a bunch of beats and be like, Hey, I think you would sound good on these. And I'll write like two of those. So it's like, a again, too. Like, a, I said, I was like an entertainer before I was a musician. I'm also very much a writer before I'm a, a musician. And again, too, like I'm not trying to like knock myself or anything. Like I'm very much a musician, but um. I know what I'm good at and what I'm not. So, like, I let my friends who are incredible producers and stuff like that make those beats and do that, whatever. Right. And then uh, we just have such a good relationship, and they know, like, what I mess with and what I like, too, that, like, a lot of times those, uh, they meet up really well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah so a lot how of my, much do
0: you think Chris plays a part of all that as far as, like, with with the music you're playing now? Would you say that Chris is, like, like a half of what you're doing, basically? I mean, because he's, like... At,
1: like, at least, man. Yeah, like, I mean... Uh, Chris taught me how to make music like my oh, freshman really? year of high school. Like, I was a drummer. Uh, like, I knew how to play the drums. My dad taught me how to play the drums. But uh, I met Chris when I was in high school, and he was like, Yeah, I play the guitar. And it's like, even like, you know, we're fortunate enough to be around tons of people who play music very well and do whatever. So it's like, somebody tells us we play guitar. If they're in the circle with us, they're probably pretty good because yeah, that's right. like why we're meeting them. But like back then, especially like, as a high schooler, so i was like, Oh, I play the guitar. I'm like, Oh, sure you fucking do. Like yeah, I, but then I saw I Chris you. play the guitar when I was a freshman in high school, and I was like, Oh, holy shit. And I was like, that dude can really rip. And he was, like, helping me even figure out the drums, figure out things like whatever, just because he knew how to write, and he knew how to do, like, whatever. Uh, But Chris is, like, almost 100% the reason I've, like, been able to make music a career, just because he took the time to show me and help me and work with me. And, again, he's the... Uh, producer for Tropodelic. So he's involved with all of our albums, making everything, like tracking them, all stuff, weighing his input. Then especially for my solo stuff too, like he's the one making beats and being like, Hey, I think you would like sound good on this. I think you would, whatever. So I-, I owe everything to Chris as a as a musician, yeah.
0: Yeah, but you're but these are still your ideas. I mean, you're you're, you're oh, coming to the table with most, you know, this this is your song at the end of the day. this is, These are your ideas at the end of the day. You're absolutely. writing all the lyrics. you got to come up with all the melodies and stuff like that. He's just, you know, like, uh, what, I think Roderick, we had Roderick in here as one of the guys that works with Chris, and he was actually saying, he was like, Chris, what he's great at is he knows, he takes that one person he's working with, he seems to know exactly what it is that not only that you want, But, like, what makes you the best you? Absolutely. And he pulls the best you
1: out of you. Yeah. And just, like, the type of person he is, too. It's, like, Chris is the kind of guy where it's, like, if Chris needs a favor from me, like, I love that. Because it's just, like, oh, wow, like, I can do something for this guy who's done all of this shit, like, for me, like, whatever. But, like, working with him, too, like, he knows the best way to talk to me and the best way to get the best out of me. And it's not just me because I'm his friend. He does that with everybody, and he takes that time with everybody. And that's why, like, not even to, like, just shamelessly plug Signal Flow, whatever, but, like, that's why, like, him and Jake Jekyll are, like, my favorite people to work with. And that's why that's why Trop works with them. That's why, like, my friends from other bands fly from out of state to record with Chris because, like, he's just brought that out of people, and that's, like, what he's known for. And, like, and I get to, he's got the talent to back it up. And, like, yeah, right. And that's kind of what we talked about, too. I think, like, I think the cameras might have been off when we did, but, like, Chris is, like, one of the most talented people I've ever met, and he uses that talent full-time with other people. He makes his own music, but he's, like, almost even stopped doing that because he's dedicated so much of his time to working the studio and, like, doing stuff there that, like, all of that talent that he has, he's just insanely generous with it. And, like, he uses it to make your project the best that it can be, and, like, he takes that time. And, like, that's just not something you find with every producer, everybody studio guy you know
0: no no and and the most important thing is the end result too he he seems to always pull off these these unbelievable recordings he's got some of his own thing that he can do that that's just chris you know that he's developed also they all do over there you know they're good at that they're really good at oh yeah kind of separating themselves and creating their own thing they're constantly yeah it's constant with them
1: and he took the time too it's like Chris was recording us in his parents' living room off a computer, Mike, when we were in, like, ninth and 10th grade and shit, and, like, I watched him, like, learn to do it and, like, download, like, Pro Tools and all that, like, when we were in high school and, like, start figuring that out, and then he went and got, like, a certificate in recording, and he was in L.A. for a while figuring it out, too, and it's, like, Chris just, like, completely fell in love with recording and producing and all that, whatever, and he completely applied himself to it and, like, a dedicated Chris is a force to be reckoned with. And uh, and again, too, most importantly, like, he shares that talent and that time and uses it for everybody else's projects. Like, yeah. I mean, he has his own music, but, like, that's a side thing for him. Like, he's dedicated to doing this and making everybody else great, and that's, like, such a – we're so lucky to have him in Cleveland, everybody that records with him, you know? Yeah,
0: definitely. He's, like, he's like uh, formed a, a movement almost here where there's, like, all these people that are going to him now, and he's kind of, like like you said – him wanting to do this and him going through with it and the drive that he has along with the talent that he has, not only has it benefited him, but it's created a whole bunch of music f- for all these different artists locally who, if it wasn't for him wanting that to happen for himself, yeah, these people don't probably even exist to exactly. the level that we know them to.
1: Well, the people that he's like introduced to each other too, even oh, like, yeah. uh, like uh, my buddy All the Hype. Uh, killer rapper out of Cleveland uh, records with Chris and uh, his buddy Astral Housefly who's his DJ another one of his producers as well Chris was recording him for a couple of months and he's like yo I got this dude and he's fire and he showed me and I was just like holy shit I love this and then we started playing shows together and me and him worked together all the time too and we were talking uh, he performed with us at the after party for the Tropodelic New Year's Eve show and we were talking after and he was just like dude like ever since like I met Chris and he like introduced me to you guys like, shit just started happening and it's like Chris just knows who to introduce people to, and like he can see you and be like, "Yo, you should meet this guy." You, like he's a, he's a connector, you know. Yeah, right, but he, right. Like you said, he's a doer as well, and that's just like a, he's the kind of guy too. It's like if Chris believes in you too, like it gives you that drive to keep working because it's like you don't want to let that guy down. Because it's yeah. like if this guy believes in me, well, fuck, like yeah, I gotta right. so, you know what I mean. It's just like how. No, dare that's a I good not, attitude you know? that you have there. I if mean, he's that... gonna take the time with me, like then I need to do right by him too, and like prove to him that like he was right in like picking to choose you to take time with. And no, shit. that's cool. Yeah. That's very yeah. cool that you do that, man. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Um, so when it comes to when it comes to uh, the first song that you're putting out, which was likewise in June, mm-hmm. um, what 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 is likewise? I mean, like to me, this is your first one. This is kind of your breakout song with your name on it. You're working with Chris. It seems like you're going to put a little more attention on this thing because you're. This is the first one type thing. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, what's it about? What's what? What did you end up writing about? What's the whole story there? Like, what what happened? How did you? What did you? How did you? What's the process of that song? So, there's like
1: for writing for me, there's like kind of two ways to go about it. Uh, the best stuff, I think, comes when you have an idea for a song and something you want to talk about, something you want to do, and then you write, sticking to that like kind of formula. Likewise. Is the other kind of writing that I also do, where it's like I'm just going to kind of get stuff out and write and like kind of create more of a vibe, as opposed to like this is what this song is about. So like the hook of likewise doesn't necessarily line up exactly with like what the verses are talking about, but I think they like blend together well and like I'm very proud of both. It's a great song. Verses. Thank you. Uh, very <laughs> well, proud. That's, of and and that's me. what and
0: that's what th- and that's what sometimes you do. You just create a great song by. The lyrics form an instrument.
1: Exactly, yeah, and it's just kind of like uh, I think for that, and then for my like next single coming out on uh, January twenty seventh, it's called "Honey on Toast." Both of those songs are more like about like creating a vibe and a feeling, as opposed to like being about something in particular. And a lot of the lyrics could be taken multiple ways. And, like you can apply them to yourselves and however like hits you. And I think that's really important too, in the sense of like writing is a very personal thing, and like being an artist on any level and, like, putting music out to the world, you're abandoning the idea of privacy. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, hey, like, these are, like, my most intimate thoughts and things that are bothering me or, you know, or things that you like. Whatever the song is about, these are, like, my most intimate thoughts and I'm going to put them out to the world. So it's, like, especially if you have, like, a fan base, an active fan base that's, like, listening, there's, like, a responsibility to write about, like, okay, like, this is who's going to listen to the song. I know who's going to listen. This is what I want to say. But what do I think these people want to hear or need to hear? Whatever. So it's like, it's not like uh it's not that you're not writing for yourself or whatever, but it's like, this is what I'm talking about, this is how I feel. How can I make this most digestible to the people that I know are going to listen to it? Yeah. So it's like writing about like relatable kind of stuff and in, in a way that it's like even if I'm talking about something specific, you can apply that to your own kind of situation. Yeah. So both of those songs are like very much. Like that, like there's not necessarily like a full blown. This is what this song is about. It ends, it's yeah. kind of just like a snapshot of like how I felt on the day that I wrote it, and I think
0: people feel those
1: ways as well. So it's like I hope that like makes people comfortable on those days, or like helps people yeah. feel seen.
0: You know do you, Do you think now? I know you're like just into the beginning of this, and I had one song, another song coming. But at the end of the day, when this you you have a a, a group of songs under your belt, will there be like a James begin sound where? You'll have your own, you know, like you're in a band, Tropidelic, which is very diverse, and you can any fucking thing can happen at any moment. Yeah, is this going to be a little less diverse? Are you planning on kind of like forming so that when when I hear you, I, I'm like, oh, I know that's definitely James.
1: I know that. Yeah, I think so. Well, like more specifically, I guess like my solo stuff outside of Tropidelic is just going to be hip hop, and it's like going to be rap. I think that song, likewise, and my new one too, Honey on Toast, are. They're very kind of like mellow and I like that. And that's like something that like rapping with tropodelic, like I have to match the energy of the band. Yeah, sometimes do so a lot like of that three thousand
0: like, words and Exactly. Minute, yeah, dude. so it's like
1: a lot of people too, they're like, oh, like I loved what you were like. I loved you rapping, but it was like it was also fast as I was ever. Like I wish you would like slow it down. And I was like, Well, there's like times when I do with trap, but like on like the heavy hitting trap songs, like if I rapped something slow and like chill, yeah, it wouldn't make sense on the song. So it's like a lot of people think I'm just like a fast rapper who does this and does that, but it's yeah. like I write slow shit, I write nice stuff, like, vibey stuff, moody stuff, whatever. But uh, with, with that last song, Likewise, and the new one, too, uh, which I, I really liked both of them, but I've, like, come to find, I think, that, like, the stuff moving forward, it's definitely going to be hip-hop and rap, but uh, I think it's going to be a little bit more aggressive. And I'm just, like, come to find that, like, uh, I think, like, my voice shines and my, like, personality shines through more when I'm, like, not necessarily, like, aggressive in the sense of, like, attacking somebody, like, with, like... Th-
0: the I know, yeah, right, right, they were right. just
1: like a more like lively kind of like a just yeah. like banger kind of tracks. Where the yeah. two that I have, like one that's out and the one that's going to come out, are both very mellow, kind of like Sunday night driving and it's like dark outside <laughs> with lights out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like a I think the other like the stuff I've been working on like since then is a lot more like kinda in your face, like rocking kind of shit. Are yeah. you gonna
0: what you, do you do do you feel like you're, you would you would go back and forth with that
1: throughout you know writing these songs? Sure, kind of yeah. like
0: whatever the flavor is today, how you're feeling type yeah, thing. More I think or less? a lot of it
1: comes from like what I'm listening to. Yeah. So it's like last year, like one of my most listened to artists on Spotify was this dude called Code of the Friend, and uh, he's a rapper who just like when he spits, like it just sounds so effortless, and he's like just talking, like it's not even like like if that guy walked in the room, he would like say a word, and you'd be like, oh, that's you, because that's like what he sounds like. Sometimes I feel like with my music, like. How I come out on the tracks, it's like how I want it to, but it's not necessarily how I am. It's like it's a part of who I am and like what I'm doing. But it's like I think my personality coming up with these like newer songs I'm going to be doing are going to match that more directly as opposed to like again like a lot of te- like a lot of my soul shit is just very mellow, and uh, that's when like a lot of my like leisure writing and free time writing because if I'm writing for like a purpose, a lot of that if I come up with a good idea, I'm like okay, does this work for Trop? Cause that's the first priority. And it's like, if I write a good song, I'd much rather it be a trap song than one oh, of my songs, because okay. it would just have a much bigger platform. If I think that it's not necessarily that vibe, I'll do it on my own. But um I think, uh, even though a lot of it's like very mellow, it's still very much me. But I think uh, I'm just looking forward to exploring more like a lively, kind of like banging hip hop songs. You know what I mean? Like I want my solo shows to be like just as energetic, but in their own way, as a trap show. Where like right now, they're not necessarily like that. Though I still think. It, my live show right now is very good and cool, but uh, I want it to match my personal energy more.
0: Well, how do you do a live show,
1: DJ?
0: But I mean, like, what do you, what do you, uh, if you only have one song solo right now, how do you do live?
1: Oh, see, so, yeah, so, so, like, I said like I have tons of songs. I've just oh, like, so I, you're
0: playing, but you're yeah. you're playing all original stuff though. When oh, you're doing yeah, all yeah, this, it's all original, oh, it's all cool, original. Cool. So okay, like, I got again, you.
1: Likewise, was just the first track I dropped under the name James Begin. I got you. No, 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 I got name. you. Okay, I do. But um. Again, like I had that rap group Cicero and I had like me and Toby put out uh, an EP like a couple of years ago. I want to I ask like,
0: you about some of that stuff, too, because yeah. you're, it's not just your trap and your solo stuff, but you're actually like on a lot of other people's stuff also, too. Like you play. There's a yeah. lot of people that bring James Begin in to as featuring on their song, sure, right?
1: Yeah. So I think a big part of that, too, is that like if you give me a beat and like a hook, someone's like, oh, I have this hook and I have this beat. This is what the song's about. Put a verse on this. All day, like I got you, like whatever, can't wait. Um, and I think a big part of it too is like because I don't play the guitar and I don't play piano. Again, I come up with my own song ideas and stuff all the time, like whatever, but um, I like working with other people. Like I love working with Toby. One, like I think our vibes go together well, but also too, it's like if one of us has an idea for a song and we're both going to be on it, I'm writing half the song and you're writing half the song. And because I'm so busy with trop, it like, it makes that a lot easier as opposed to just like, okay, I need to come up with an album and it's just me doing this. So I had my rap group, Cicero, which is me and two other guys, uh, Connor and Adam and, uh, both fire rappers. And uh, we've done a bunch of shows. We have an album out on Spotify. Um, But that was like really easy to do in my downtime from touring because it was like I had these other two dudes also coming up with ideas, also writing songs. So a lot of it was like, okay, here's my song. We're all going to do this. And a lot of it was they were like, hey, here's our song. Punch your verse in. write about this, whatever. So it's like a lot of my stuff on my Spotify, even currently now is like mostly feature stuff, mostly whatever, because the majority of my time is too tropodelic. So it's like the only I only have a couple like fully solo songs because the majority of the time I spend writing outside of Trop is with other people, because it makes yeah. it a little more easier, and more leisurely, and plus, too, like, if I'm home and I'm writing, I don't want to be by myself. I want to be with my friends who are also kicking ass and doing stuff, whatever, so... Uh, so, yeah, I, have, like, I do a lot of those Cicero songs, I'll just do them by myself, and, like, fill in my own verses for the other guys' verses, and I have tons of other ideas that just aren't recorded, but they're good live, just, like, kind of, like, in-your-face-rapping kind of tracks, so it's, like, a, all of my sets are all completely original music, even though only two of the songs after this month will be actually on my spotify but it's all stuff that i've written that's either not recorded or it's under a different name for another project
0: now one th- another thing about Tropodelic that's really cool is that there's a, you guys inject a lot of humor into your stuff too like mm-hmm. it's, it's not all real serious stuff you guys are a real fun type band your videos you'll inject a lot of humor into your videos and stuff you portray mm-hmm. a, 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 that you guys are kind of like you know funny dudes you like you know like you cut up type dudes right that's the yeah, kind of yeah. thing you portray um so when, when I, I I'm, I'm thinking of like the ba- the one video and I it, 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 the song eludes me, but it, it, you guys are all in the workshop and there's a purgatory uh, sign above it. I, I uh, the, sunny days. Is it is song, sunny yeah. days, right? That is that's mm-hmm. the song. It's a very cool song. Thank you. Um, you're you like like I like I was saying, if you watch that video, th- there's a lot of humor going on there, and you bring up like Toby Raps, right? Mm-hmm. So Toby Raps is another guy who, who he injects a lot of humor and a lot of fun crazy stuff into his videos and stuff he re- so with your solo stuff now it, it, I, I'm, I'm for some reason imagining that that's not going to go away with you like like you're going to bring some of that even into the solo stuff too like the funny stuff and you're just you're just the goofy stuff right and that's just part of what it is or am i wrong so i guess like that, that is the plan
1: like what i was saying with like that <laughs> <laughs> with like the newer stuff like i'm working on stuff is like much more like me, as opposed to, like, the songs I have coming out and that I have put out, like, they are just, like, very mellow. And it very much is me, but it's just a very specific part of me. I got you. So I want to start, like, implementing that a little more. But, again, like, I like the fact that my solo stuff is, like, so much different and, like, whatever. And it's, like, a, you know, I think you'll be s- smiling at a James begin show, but it's not, like, a in-your-face, wow sort of thing. Like, Tropodelic It's kind of, like, a more toned back kind of thing. Which, again, I like having, like, the, the difference in that. But um, I think definitely, especially a lot of stuff I'm working on right now, that's going to be coming out, like, a little more. But, again, none of that's very, like, we don't think about that as we do it. Like, that's not like, uh, oh, like, we're going to, like, try and be funny and try and be, like, rich. It's just, it's like, just a, what happens. It's just, like, how it happens and who we are. So it's, like, a lot of times with my solo stuff, and, again, especially, like, if it's just me, like, not, like, a goofy person by myself. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> like, a, you know, like, a lot of the my like, solo shit's, like, very internal and like thoughts like that whatever, like I don't necessarily share all the time with other people because it's me alone doing whatever. Yeah. So all of the goofy stuff comes out when I'm with people like Ryan or when I'm with people or to- Ryan Toby,
0: when I'm with people yeah, like right. Toby
1: or like with the <laughs> tribe guys, cause we just all have such a good time when we're together. So it's like, none of that's like forced or planned or whatever. It's just kind of the way it's like come about.
0: Right. Well, just personalities, right? And it's Absolutely. the way you guys are just kind of wired type thing. And that, 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 that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do you have videos, Coming out with the songs that you're going to, is your plan to put a video with the singles as you release them too? Is that the whole? Uh, not right
1: now. Uh, so, like, the, again, the Honey on Toast on January 27th is just going to come out just as is. Uh, definitely something I want to work on this year. But, again, too, like, uh, it's not that I don't take the solo stuff seriously. It's, like, it's not the case at all. But it's just, like, all of my effort and time is going towards tropodelic. Tra- and what I do under my name is just because I just... Love okay. doing it. So yeah. it's like, uh, if it makes sense to I'll absolutely be making a video. And, like, me and Toby have, like, two songs together, one with Chris as well, that uh, we are going to be making videos for because it's just kind of like a fun project sort of thing. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just not, like, super. Not yet. Not if yet it makes it has, sense for sure, but it's yeah. just like uh, right now I'm just more concerned about getting the music out.
0: Okay. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about some of the trap festivals that are coming up in the summertime. We'll give some dates out and all that stuff, talk about some of the past ones. I'm sure there's some crazy stories that's gonna <laughs> be those things. And uh, so when we come back a couple minutes with James Begin.
1: Fantastic.
0: This is Level Up Cleveland.
1: What's going on Level Up listeners? Signal Flow Studios is a Cleveland recording studio founded in 2013, located in the steel yard just down the hall from Brian and Pat at Level Up Cleveland. At Signal Flow, we pride ourselves in offering top quality audio and a great recording experience to artists here in town and from across the country. But what makes us unique at Signal Flow is our undivided attention to the people who keep us going. That's you, the artists. So come on in and let us make your music our top priority. You can book online at www.signalflowstudio.com or give us a call at 216-920-2075. We'll
0: see you soon. And we are back, everybody, with James Begin, Tropidelic. James, here's what I want to talk about now. It's a little bit of the stuff that... Uh, coming up in the future you guys sure. got you know one thing about we were talking about is when trap Adela kind of began you guys were in festivals and you were doing other festivals a lot and stuff you guys are doing your own festivals now right yeah right, you know and not just one you're doing a couple of them and you do them every summer and this is kind of a thing that happens yearly now and and um well, we'll get into it um now you guys don't just do these festivals you guys play out in between these festivals also oh, yeah. some local. sometimes you play out of state you guys play all over the place but mm-hmm. it, it could play anywhere. But these two festivals, same places every year. Um, first one you guys will do in May, uh, May 19th and 20th at Nelson's Ledges. Corey mm-hmm. was is Sunny Days. Yep. Um, named after one of your songs or was the song named after the, the festival?
1: Yeah, yeah, named after the song, <laughs> named after the song. Seemed appropriate.
0: Yeah, right. And it's not just you guys. You guys have a bunch. You, you bring a lot of your friends with you, a lot of other bands coming out there. Uh, oh, you guys yeah. got other musicians playing on the Bills, too um Toby Raps has played these. Like we were just talking about Toby, he's done these. With oh, yeah, he's done all of them, <laughs> and it's a pretty cool place that you're doing this at Nelson's Ledges. I mean, if anyone's ever been to Nelson's, um, it's it's an amazing place, especially to do this. You know, they got the they got they still have the amphitheater there, the big stage. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's was, was called the amphitheater because it wasn't there when when that's I went good. when yeah, I yeah. went there. There was no amphitheater till like a decade after we started going there. Hell yeah, um, they built it finally. Um, but, yeah, so th- and that's a really cool place to see a show outside, man, in oh, the greatest yeah. out t- outside setting. It really is.
1: We played festivals all over the country, and, like, I, like, never hesitate to say to, like, people from around here, like, the fact that, like, if you go to music festivals and you live in, like, Northeast Ohio, like, the spot that you've been to is Nelson Ledges, and, like, like I just really hope people don't take that place for granted because it is the coolest place to see a show. It is, man. You can camp in the woods. You can go swimming in a quarry. You can, like, see the show on the beach. It's, like... You know, 99% of these other festivals that, like, even, like, big ones that people throw are, like, in a field somewhere. Which, you know, they make it their own and they make it tight and awesome. But it's, like, Nelson Ledges is just such a beautiful place. And, like, that's where we cut our teeth. You know, like, we've been playing, like, a bunch of the festivals there for for 10 years and like that's like how we like developed a huge part of our family so that's like a massive part of us getting off the ground and getting that hometown love
0: like Yeah well and that, and that seems like that's a that's a marriage you know Nelson's oh, yeah. Ledges and Tropidelic, the music you guys are doing when you think about what what Nelson's is all about it just seems like it's a marriage like yeah, that, hell yeah. those two just go together You guys really do seem to lend yourselves as more of an outside thing you know like you yeah, it's almost yeah. like you know you got to see Tropic Outdoors. You really yeah, do. Yeah. If you're going to see them, if you get a choice, take the outdoor one. Hell yeah. You know, it just seems like you guys are, are geared for that and everything. And you guys also do Everwild, which is a festival. Now, when was the first one of those? So the first Everwild was uh two or three years ago.
1: I I got, forgive me. I can't remember if this is going to be the we well, you had the pandemic.
0: The- that's what that so was. Did you do it? Be- did it start before the pandemic? Uh
1: Yes. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right now. So we had we well we threw a festival for years that was called Freak stomp and it was the same oh. weekend it was everything that was just the name of it and then we changed the name uh in the pandemic year I'm, and i'm pretty sure we we did do it in 2020 like things like let up and we were able to to do the first year of it um but so yeah we changed the name from Freak stomp to Everwild just to kind of make it more of like a
0: friendlier name. Yeah, yeah you know
1: what i mean it's just it's like a
0: freak stomp could you know, yeah, like like, if, you're, uh, if you're just like a, your i don't average, know if i want to like, go to freak stomp if i'm right, not right. if i'm not a f- stomper
1: yeah if you're like you're just average walking around person and you saw the name of that like i think everwild is just more like a oh like inclusive
0: sounds... everything's inclusive. definitely but, yeah, yeah right, so, right. so
1: we did freak stomp for years and then it became everwild um and then so we headlined it every year Uh, both nights. But last year was the first year that we brought in a big headliner for the Friday night or uh, for Saturday night. So we, we headlined Friday night and then we played Saturday night and then we had the dirty heads uh, headline Saturday night right after
0: us. Well, these Uh, bands that you guys are bringing with you guys, uh, because you guys are so diverse of, and, and you know, I, when I say you're diverse, of there's it's it's a heavily leaning on the reggae thing where sure, you really yeah. get that groove, mm-hmm. in all the songs is, is is in there. So the bands that you guys are bringing with you, it's more of a reggae flavor. A all these bands would you say?
1: Definitely, yeah, yeah. But it's again too, it's also just kind of like whatever like fits the vibe. So it's like that's like even like a lot of these big like reggae festivals will play like California Roots out in Monterey or like Reggae Rise up in St Pete, Florida. Like it'll be mostly reggae bands, but then they'll have like. Atmosphere or Wu-Tang on it, or, like, these, like, rappers. So it was, like, they're, like, even kind of, like, diversifying that, too. But I, f- I found that just, like, a lot of, like, the the reggae music that's, like, popular in, like, the States and stuff right now, too, is, like, a it's kind of just whatever fits the vibe. So it's, like, a yes, like, Everwild is, like, a lot of reggae bands, but we had some rock bands, we had some pop bands, we had some rappers. It's kind of just, like, a whatever kind of fits, like, the world that we're, like, kind of trying to create, which, again, too, is just, like, a kind of just supposed to be geared towards people from, like, this area. So it's, like, you know, Ohio and, like, the general area, it's, like, not a huge reggae town or nothing like that. So we've been bringing a lot of those bands in, but then also, like, showing love to, like, a lot of, like, the local guys and stuff who do just rock or pop or rap, or whatever. So, like, throwing them on there, too. Just kind of whatever we think, like, fits, like, the, the vibe of what we're going for.
0: So this Wild one is August 3rd through the 5th. So it's what, mm-hmm. is it a three-day festival that starts uh, the 3rd, or is, it, is, is that what it is?
1: Yeah, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, people leave Sunday.
0: So when I was talking about Nelson's, I think people understand that th- that's a camping event because it's Nelson Ledges. Corey is obviously a campground, if you didn't know... I don't Know what rock you've been under, but so, but in this, it's also a, a camping event type thing, right?
1: Yeah, so it's at Legend Valley, which is uh near Columbus, and uh, Legend Valley hosts a, a ton of festivals. It's a no pun intended, very legendary place. Uh, I think it used <laughs> to be called Buckeye Lake. Oh, yeah. Like the,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of Palooza there then. Okay, yeah, I, just, it's, I didn't really it's the same the name. spot, it, but uh, okay, so
1: even that like, currently they do um Lost Lands there, which is one of the biggest EDM festivals in the country. Uh, they do the Gathering of the Juggalos there, which is, like, a, a huge event as well. And cool. uh, so they, they throw all kinds of festivals there. Uh, so, yeah, we're we're one of them. And it's a camping event. And, uh, yeah, we got, like, uh, we'll, we'll have two stages and then a late-night stage and, then like, an art tent stage. And uh, it's just three days ago. Killer so, music. So
0: there's all these people camping. And, 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 like, how many people are we talking to Everwild? while? Like, how, how, what kind of?
1: So last year was our biggest year yet. The year prior, we had 900 people. And then <sighs> this year... Uh, 2022 in August, we had 3,000. What? Yeah, it was a massive jump, and it was, like, something... Did, wh- like,
0: did you guys, were you able to... Did you know that you are going to have 3,000 people?
1: No, honestly, we were tripping about it. We were, like, kind of <laughs> worried. Like, we didn't, like, really know, like, how it was going to go. Yeah, it's a lot. And then... um, It's like woods, it like mini Woodstock
0: situation almost. Yeah, it was, like,
1: like, <laughs> like yeah, like even, like, infrastructure relief. That's, yeah. like, the word. It was just, like, oh, my God, like, do we have enough staff? Because it's, like, it, like, it's our festival in the sense, like, our name's on it, but it's also, like... We're all working that festival, too. Like, like it starts yeah, Thursday. Right. I was there Sunday. Oh, I bet. With, like, not, not just me, too, the rest of the band. Like, our Uh, Jim, uh he owns JSG Live. He, like, co-throws the festival with us. He's also our sound guy. Um, he, he throws, like, Hookerville, which is a big uh, festival as well. He does all kinds of stuff. But it's, like, we're there Sunday all week getting ready, set up, whatever. And then even, like, when we're, like, us playing the show, like, the shows that weekend – it's a Very small part of the day, like we're we're on deck with golf carts and radios the whole time, like putting out fires, doing whatever. So, we were all pretty shocked, like when it ended up being that many people. And uh, nobody like panicked or anything, but like uh, we were very proud of the fact that it all kind of went off without a hitch and everybody had a really good time. So, uh, yeah, right, right, we're
0: just bigger and better. And, and and you guys are also camping at the same time that everyone else is camping, yeah, all yeah, right? We, you're we just, you're not, you don't have anywhere yeah. else, so. Are you out there with the people? I mean, can, are you are you guys accessible at nighttime after the shows, before the shows? When so we have people a space are that up? like
1: we camp at just because like we need like the peace and quiet to kind of yeah. get it back because we have to play the shows. But yeah. uh, we really pride ourselves on being insanely accessible, even like after the shows, whether it's like an outdoor show or an indoor club show, whatever. No matter what, like if you go to see Tropidelic, it's not like a. Oh my God, like, I wonder if I'll get to meet them. It's like, hey, we'll be at the merch table until they kick everybody out. Come say what's up, come take a picture, or whatever. And that's been a big part of like the growth, too, is that like making it like a, a family thing and making it like a personal thing yeah, with talk each to person. It's like, imagine like... if like your buddy's like, hey, like, you should check out this band I saw. They're awesome. you gotta, you got to listen to them. Maybe you will. You know, maybe right, you won't. Like, right, a lot right, of times right. I don't. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, we just listen to what we listen to. But if somebody comes up to you and they're like, hey, you got to check these guys out. They're my boys. They're my friends. They're whatever. Like you have to check them out, whatever. So it's like, well, one, it's very rewarding to talk to everybody after the shows and meet, meet your fans, make the, like meet the people that are making it happen. Like literally it doesn't happen without these people. It's very rewarding to meet those people and like find out. And like, I've made so many just amazing friends, like by doing that. And everybody's always insanely chill and like gracious and awesome. Uh, But that's like a huge part of like, who, we who we take a lot are. of pride in that. Like, yeah, you know what i Again, too, like that's, like, why I think we've been able to get to where we're at is, like, by building that community and whatever and, like, being accessible and whatever. Because it's, like, too, like, I don't know. It's, like, the people that are coming to these shows and, like, supporting you whatever, like, are literally the only reason we're able to, like, do this. Like, right. how dare we not take that time to, like, say thank you or to take that picture with you or sign something with you, whatever. It's, like, a certain people will high road you. And it's, like, a, if you, you know... What other world you get to go see? Like, I mean, I don't want to sound like a but There's like, there's some people who like we are their favorite band, and it's like when you go see your favorite band, you don't get to meet them. That doesn't happen. Not usually,
0: right? Not after the
1: show, we walk out and we talk to whoever wants to talk until they throw everybody out of the building. Because like, again, like in our eyes, it's like, how dare you not? Right? You know what I mean? And
0: and I think what I was saying though, this is more of a. Because it's a camping event where you guys are not just going to be present during the show. You're present 24 hours and another 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing is what I'm talking about. Now, people that go to these shows and they do get to meet you guys and talk to you guys, these are the guys they're going to meet because I haven't actually announced any of the other guys in the band. <laughs> i like to go through this real quick and 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 go and just announce everybody. Sure. We already talked about Rhodes. He's mm-hmm. the lead singer. He's the founder. He's the man. This is his vision kind of. Uh, he plays guitar also up there. With everybody, Bobby Chronic, lead guitar. Incredible person, better
1: guitar player, which is uh, not shitting on his character at all, but he's just that good. He's that good. Yeah, you guys
0: got a great, great situation with that one. Pags plays the bass.
1: Yeah, Pags is the the jack of all trades. He built out our tour bus. He fixes everything. We can break down on the side of the road, and he'll have us going. He's oh, so he, he's got
0: he's multi.
1: I forget that he can play bass because he's so good at everything <laughs> else. And then he'll be jamming on stage. I'm like, oh yeah, like also awesome. oh, you yeah. do that? Like what the That's he makes all the merch. Have. He he does everything. Oh, like, great yeah. guy to have. Oh yeah,
0: and Rex Larkman plays drums.
1: Incredible drummer, awesome person. Uh, he's, he's my little homie. That's uh, I me and him get on great. We hang out like all the time. We're home from tour two and just uh. I met him because uh, I lived in a house for years that we would throw shows at. It was called the Plymouth House, just right up the hill there, in like, Clark Fulton neighborhood, and uh, his band was playing in my basement, and I just saw him, and I was just like, excuse me. I saw him, and I was just like, damn, Like we were looking for a drummer at the time. I was like, how serious are things with uh, your group? And he's like, oh, you know, this, this, whatever, and I was like, well, we're looking for
0: a guy, like whatever, and he came through and joined, and like it's been a... Just been butter since. I, yeah, that's awesome. And if anyone's seen Trompadelic or seen a video of you guys, they know that you're not playing trombone up there all by yourself. There's usually a trumpet next to you, and yeah. you guys kind of do, do this whole thing together. Mm-hmm. Now, recently you guys kind of got a new guy?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh Derek, who was our trumpet player for years and years, he's the guy who, like, mostly taught me to play the trombone and everything. Uh, he's eight or nine years sober, and he left the band in September and moved to Florida and opened up a rehab facility. Oh. And, uh, yeah, just doing the Lord's work, man. He's an awesome person, just loves giving back, and uh, he's very happy. He got married. He's doing amazing. But uh, we got our buddy Rob in on uh, trumpet, and he also plays the keys. And uh, he also can play both at the same time, which is, like, wild. Wow. But uh, – I mean, he's got like a degree in the trumpet. He's he's unbelievable. And uh, it's been really cool getting to know him over the past couple of months. And just, uh, we've got a new homie now, and he's awesome. So and uh,
0: you, d- you didn't have keys before, did you?
1: Uh, our guitarist, Bobby, has keys on stage that he'll play like for, for some songs. Uh, but it was kind of just like little like fill in parts. But yeah, so now we have keys like pretty much. So this
0: will change. This will this will be another added something you guys oh, can yeah, just kind of add to the whole time. The show's constantly.
1: wildly different since we got Rob. And I think. Uh, uh, much better in a lot of ways. Like yeah, like yeah, he's been able to like really like help us like level up and get <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, just been killing it for us. And again, awesome dude too. So it's been really cool getting to uh, mesh with him.
0: So do you, do you see anything as far as Trap Doug slowing down? Is like right now? Do you do you feel like you guys are just like full bore and and no nothing slowing you guys down at this point?
1: We're, we're pedal to the metal right now. It's yeah. like kind of at the, like I, I've been in the band for nine years and it's like a we've been, so I joined when I was 18 or 19 and we've been touring like 150 to 200 days a year for like 6 or 7 years like since that's been going and we've like gotten to where we're at which is something that I'm like very proud of and I think is like amazing but it's like this, this isn't it like you know what I mean there's like there's more levels like to attain and like to hit so it's like right now I think we're in the position where it's like everything we've been working towards all of these years is like finally like lining up and like hitting this point where we have like all of the right people behind us and everybody pushing it in ways. And like everyone's got their jobs delegated that it's like helping move the brand forward, even outside of the music. And like right now, like this next year or two, I think is like really the, Balls to the wall, pedal to the metal, like, let's see what we can really do with this. Cool, cool.
0: Now, you know, we, it's, it's not always that we have a, a, a band in here that's as successful as you guys as far as the crowds that you draw, these festivals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining that there's some crazy stuff that happens, especially, you know, when you're camping with all these people, there's partying going on, there's drinking going on at these places. I mean, that's, that's what that's what I would do. So. Crazy shit's got to happen. There's got to be stories galore. I mean, you guys got to leave these festivals with more stories than you even know how to tell them all. It's got to be like
1: that, right? Well, so that's like, it it was like that for like a very long time. And then um, it kind of hit this point like uh, maybe five or six years ago where it's like, again, we were doing this 150 to 200 days a year going full blown. Like this shit's like It's a, it's a lifestyle choice. It's like, it's not like, Oh, I'm going to be in this bin. I'm going to do whatever. It's like, no, like this is what I'm going to do. And like everything else in my life is going to suffer because of it. So it's like holding down jobs, like relationships, anything like that. Like it becomes crazy because this is just like what you're trying to do and what you're focused on. So like five or six years ago, we kind of hit this point where it was just like, okay, like, you know, we're trying to make like just being rock stars, like our life and like the dream, we're trying to make that like a reality. So it's like, if this is the one thing we're going to take seriously, Let's take it serious. So it's like, so we don't drink on the road. We don't, we don't have any booze okay. on our rider, like whatever. Like if we have like the day off the next day and we're in like a cool town with some friends, sure. We'll go out and whatever, but it's yeah, like, you just a, can't
0: interfere with anything. Straight up. And saying. it's just
1: like a, I don't want to get drunk. And then like the next day I have to play a show. Cause that like, that's insane. Like, you know yeah. I mean? Also too, it's like, if I feel like shit, cause I was at partying or whatever the hell, like I get to do it every night. It's people in these towns who get to see us the once or the twice a year. Kind of what I said earlier, like. How dare I not put my or how dare I put myself in a position to where I'm not going to be the best version yeah. of myself for these people? So yeah, so say. basically
0: everybody can just rest assured that no matter what yeah. they're going to show up, you're going to get the best form exactly. of you guys yeah. every time. So was like
1: years ago, like yeah, there was like tons of shit going on. Yeah, it right. was Like wow, like and yeah. that
0: can be fun too. I mean, there's a yeah. whole thing that, that goes along with that, but yeah, you, yeah. you, re- you do realize things suffer. Exactly. Like you when, know? when
1: I come home, I'll, I'll party or have some beers or do whatever. Yeah, right, love. right. Like, when you are on, on the road, everybody's like, I smoke weed all day every day, but it's like, but other than that, it's just like you know, like. Don't drink on the road. I don't whatever on the road. Like, just just do our thing and try and keep it on the straight and narrow. I mean, like, yeah, i have absolutely seen some, like, wild shit, like, over the years, these festivals and stuff. Nothing's, like, complete. Uh, oh, here's a wild one. We played this. uh It was called the Peace Through Music Festival back in, like, 2014 or something like that. And uh on the first day, like, 20 minutes into the first band, somebody got stabbed <laughs> at the Peace Through Music Festival. And they had to, like, lifelight the person out of there. And uh oh yeah, I was like not in a, I was in a very vulnerable <laughs> state of mind. I'll say when that happened. And I was just like,
0: watching this, like kind of freaking out. Like, whatever, but everybody's just like, you're uh, going there thinking this is going to be so yeah, nice and yeah. peaceful. And it's like, so, what
1: just, like, I think we've all just like learned that lesson. Like so many times over the year. It's like, okay, like. Don't expect that when I get drunk on the road oh, in a yeah, city right. where I don't know anybody at an after party where it's like, these people are here to see my show. Like, I'm not going to put myself in a position to where it's like, you're going to like hold me to any less standard than you did before. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? right, it's like a, right. Like when people think you're somebody that like, I'm not gonna say like we're people that people think we're people that were not, but it's like a, a very normal guy, very regular individual deals with the same shit that everybody else deals with. But there's like people out there who like think I'm a rock star and think that I'm like, all this stuff, whatever. We're preaching a positive message, like, or whatever, like.
0: Yeah.
1: And, like, I think it's really important to, like, let people believe that, like, in a way. And this is like, I mean, there's, like, idols that I have, like, like rock stars who, like, were very generous with their time and did very nice things, community work, all stuff. Then something, like, terrible comes out about them, and you're just, like, devastated. It's I know just, what like, you mean. It's true. You, like You need to, like, let people, like, and it's, like, responsibility. Like, I know that people think I'm a certain way, so that helps me be a better person because it's, like, it's not just – I'm not the only one looking. My mom's not the only one looking at me, being like, What's this kid doing? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, like, it's people who are listening to what you're saying and watching what you're doing. So it's like, be the person that like they need you to be,
0: and oh, like, yeah.
1: uh, and again, it helps you be a better version, like, of yourself, and like. Uh... And
0: you have to be in control to do that. Absolutely, you, and, and if you get too fucked up, and then, then yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. and then you don't even remember some of the shit you might have done, you're like, I did what? I said what? Yeah, That's... and like honestly,
1: too, like nothing like bads ever happened like that before. But like, I remember this. It one... can though. You know, oh you sure. know what I mean, and it's I remember like... this one time like we played this show, and I got just like super fucked up after at this like hotel, and I was part of a bunch of like friends that I knew, and I met this guy who had like met like that night, and then I saw him like a couple months later at this other show, and he was just like, man, like. Just gotta say, bro, like that walk we took when we were like smoking that joint or whatever. Like after this, or whatever, like all that shit we talked about, like it really like meant a lot to me. It was awesome, or whatever. And I was just like, I didn't even know that I had met this guy before, and I was just like, oh my god. And I was just like, but like fuck that, like you know what I mean? Like like, like
0: you made a difference, though. I guess so, but it's like, but like you
1: know, like that's like rude of me, like you know what I mean? She's like, I don't know, I just don't want to. Like, I ever, know like, you. Uh, that's you don't want to do that in any situation, like you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like a. Uh, there's just people, like, looking at you and, like, waiting for you to fuck up and, like, waiting for shit to happen. So it's, like, a, we, like, really keep it, like, low-key. And, like, uh, and it's not only good for the brand, but it's, like, it's good for me. Like, being on the road, like, we have a very set schedule. Like, we wake up every day at the truck stop that our bus is parked in. We drive to Planet Fitness. We all work out and shower. And then we go to the show, sound check, play, and then we dip to the next city. So it's, like, I have more of, like, a regimented schedule on the road than I do at home. Because like, when I'm here and I don't have a job, I don't have whatever, I'm just, just kind of left to my own devices and like. That leaves room to fuck up. That leaves room to like do whatever, just like be an animal, and be wild. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's like, I get the most structure in my life being around the guys in trap and on the road. And that's not just because of like the schedule we have, but because of like people like Rhodes, Pags, and all of them that like set the example of like how to be men and how to like Professional. be the kind of people that we want to be. And it's like, you it's know, really like,
0: is it, is it, is it, um, is that how you keep a band like you guys together where you have all these different personalities and all these different things? You're, you're just, as long as you keep on a regiment, you guys, everyone has a defined role. Everyone knows their part. You don't know what nobody's trying to do everything. Everyone's got, you know, is that kind of what keeps it all?
1: Absolutely. The glue?
0: Is that the glue? Yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, like you said, like everybody has their own jobs and their own roles and like whatever. And it's just like, no matter what our like personal lives are like different, like when we're home, when we're on the road, it's all for the same cause and the same mission. And it's like, if I'm fucking up, I'm not just like screwing myself, I'm screwing these other guys who have dedicated their lives to try and make this happen. So it's like the accountability we like hold to each other too, which That's is cool. like a But it's like, you know, again, even like everybody's very different and whatever, like even like when we need a new when we need a new trumpet player, yes, we're looking for a trumpet player, but we're looking for a roommate. Like oh, yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, so it's like we got to like you, we got to whatever, we got to make sure our goals align, we're on the same page, all that. So it's like uh. I would say it's a wild thing to do, and it's like it's the coolest job in the fucking world, but it's a job. Hell yeah. It's like a, you well you guys are it doing seriously. it
0: well. You guys are killing it, man. You guys Thank are you, killing man. it. Remember, this summer, sunny days, May nineteenth and twentieth. Oh yeah. Ever wild, August third, fourth, and fifth. And how tickets real quick. What will these be available through uh
1: Tropodelic.com. So uh, d- just go on the website, get it, or like if you go to like our Instagram and in the bio, there's a link for everything.
0: And there's other shows too. You guys are you guys are, you know, uh, Pat will be posting them on our website also. When you guys play out and stuff like that, we'll have it up there. So people can go there also to find out what the dates are and stuff. And then then go to your website and get tickets, all that kind of stuff.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's all just Google it. It's so easy to find. Yeah.
0: It's awesome. Talking to you, dude, dude, this is it's such a pleasure. You.
1: Like I said, uh, just, uh, just to plug you guys real quick before I get out of here too, just like, uh, you guys just been putting on for the local scene and bringing on a bunch of my homies and even people I don't know that have like discovered because of you guys and, uh, you guys are kicking ass and working hard and putting on for Cleveland, so like, much love, much respect, and uh, appreciate that. I'm here lot. because of like the respect you've won from the people that I care about and stuff like that too. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. So thanks so much.
0: Cool, man. Thanks for coming on. Hell yeah, much love, dog. Yeah, dude. All right, man. Tropedelic is one thing, but he also plays out too on his solo stuff. So check out levelupcleveland.com. You can we can find out when he's playing out when he does go check out Trap you got a lot of stuff to go do this summer it's gonna be a great time Cleveland thanks guys we'll see you guys next week peace this has been Level Up Cleveland there's a new episode every week available now on all streaming services you can catch every episode of Level Up Cleveland on YouTube till next week Rock on. I'm in a bag. I'm in a bag. I'm in a bag. That'll be fine.